Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Oh, you know what everybody's been begging for? A little more time with Chris Turnage. And by God, we're going to give it to you. We deliver. Chris Turnage uh, sponsoring our uh, trip down here. Where's, uh, where's your cohort today? He is in Conway. Got it. Doing law stuff? I guess somebody's got to hold the fort down. Um, and you guys still have your, your place out this way? We do, yeah. We want to have you guys back to that. We um, would love to. That was a, that was a great time. So you we still doing the uh, the rent? The You guys still doing like mm-hmm. rental Airbnb, out for people? yeah. Airbnb, that's the word I'm looking for. Yep. Thank you. Um, okay, well, that's cool. There's I, been a lot of weddings and a lot of reunions and everything out there. So, it's uh, yeah, it's it's taken off. So, we definitely want to have you guys back out there. How about, how's Eric doing? He's making it. He's making it. You know, they you haven't uh, fired him yet. Not, not yet. Okay. We're uh, we're keeping him around for a little bit. Gotcha. On the agent side of things, right now, are you just evaluating guys, talking with uh, NFL scouts, trying to target some of the people you may want to represent? Yeah, that's a big part of it. Now, a lot of that's already been done to where we've had meetings and Zooms and see them in person at this point. Like last night, we had a final meeting with a kid, um, got a commitment, and so yeah, some of that has already been done. Now, there'll be some that pop up late on the radars. Some of that's dictated by the All-Star Games, the Senior Bowl, East-West Shrine, when they get invited there. Um, we might jump on a kid late. But uh, we had a kid, um, Chris Kane will appreciate if he's listening, um, from Central Florida a couple years ago, Jacob Harris, fourth-round pick, that we didn't even start talking to until the first week of December. Um, and got on him late and ended up being a fourth-round pick, and so it goes from there. Do you celebrate when you get a commitment, or do you celebrate when they, uh, they make the team? You do celebrate when you get a commitment, and then you're like, okay, please be good. Please please be accurate, the information you're hearing. But, uh, but yeah, more importantly, yeah, when they make the team, it's really cool because for many of these kids, it's a lifelong dream, and their families are around, and, and getting to see those celebrations is always uh, is always great. I saw a story with Tyree Kill, and he said that basically he never wanted to leave KC. They were just basically posturing to try to get a better guaranteed contract. Well, and then he ended up turning down more money from the Jets, I guess, and ended up in, in Miami. It's working out okay from, from what I understand. He's spending the weekend in Germany. Um, how much of that goes on where you go, okay, we're going to do this, and then you get burned and you end up having to do something else? Yeah, there's a lot of it. I mean, leverage is the name of the game. So if you can go out and get another offer from another team, and then all of a sudden your current team doesn't match, it's like, well, do I do I come back and kind of bite the bullet or do I go take the better offer? Um, I mean, I think in the Kansas City situation, they weren't going to pay what, what he wanted, period, and it worked out really for both teams. I mean, both situations. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill obviously has done great, and Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl without him, you know, so uh, – it's a situation, but it does happen quite a bit to your question, Justin, where you kind of posture, you throw some stuff out there, and then you gotta you got to eat the words a little bit. Are there conferences like this for uh, potential sports agents where there are young maybe attorneys or people in law school that are interested in doing what you do? So there's not. There's a If you want to become an agent, you have to go to an NFLPA three-day seminar, and then you take the test right after that. So they'll kind of go over some seminar materials and all that, but there's not an actual conference where you get to interact. This would be great if there was to yeah. interact with different. Well, you don't want more people being agents, right? That's just fewer clients for you. Maybe. I mean, right now. Is there now, enough to go around? Oh, yeah. Right now, there's 865 licensed agents in the wow. country, football agents. Yeah. But, like, of that, only half have a client. Okay. So, Interesting. Um, and if you don't have one for three years, a client, then you lose your license, and you got to go back to the whole process again, retake the test and all that. How hard is the test? Uh, it's a 45% pass rate. Um, I actually wrote it this past year. The NFLP asked me to write the exam for them. So really? It. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see the behind the scenes, but they would do a question like, no, that's too easy. you got to make it harder. They want it below 50%. The harder than the bar or easier? Um, it was easier for me. I took them the same year. I took the bar exam and the agent exam the same year, but it was easier. But I think it was because I overprepared because I was in bar, mo- bar study mode and, yeah. and then just went ahead to the agent exam. So it, it, I didn't think it was that hard because of that. At what point did you know you wanted to be an agent? 
Um, really for a long time before I even did that, that was the plan. Even when I started going to law school, it was like, hey, I don't really care what I rank. I'm not going to one of these firms. I'm, I'm going to be an agent and use that, you know, for that goal. So it was, it was, yeah, for kind of from the beginning. Yeah, I didn't worry about my grades either. That's why I ended up in Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> do you have to be a lawyer to be an agent? You do not. You have to have, for NFL, you have to have a graduate degree, but it, it can be in Masters economics. of Art. Master of Economics, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to have any graduate degree. Um, How much does it help you being a lawyer, being an agent? I think a ton. I mean, you, you think about all the contracts that you're dealing with, some of the, the legal scenarios. We have a ton of kids that get involved, not necessarily bad kids, but get involved in, in a legal scenario where we, all of a sudden we can take care of it. Perfect example, um, long snapper we talked about earlier in Jacksonville is one of our guys, Ross Matizik. He got subpoenaed in this whole Urban Meyer deal, Urban Meyer suing the Jags. Ross was around when the alleged, if you remember, the kicking Lando, yeah. the yeah. kicker and all that stuff. Kicking the kicker, very yeah. ironic. Yes. And so uh, so Ross got subpoenaed, and so I'm able to address that and handle that versus him having to go hire a separate attorney. And so it makes it very helpful. That's good. Yeah, Do you I'm, bill him for that? Um, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's separate work. <laughs> I mean, it's like I do your contract over here. And I, just, I, give you, I give you a rate. Um, like, wait, are we, are we talking lawyer is this or are we or talking lawyer? agent? Exactly. Are you, am I getting billed for this? I need to know real quick. Are there, you, uh, go ahead, Christian. Are there any agents that have clients in multiple sports? Yes. Yep, there are definitely, uh, definitely some of those. Have yeah. you looked well, into uh, expanding to any other sports? Yeah, you know, I've thought a lot about baseball. Um, obviously, Arkansas has a lot of baseball connections. Um, it's just hard starting from the beginning, and you're sitting there in the living room, and they say, who do you know to help me out? I don't know a single GM in baseball and, and can't help you, so it's just tough building that network. I mean, it took five or six years in football to get to the point where they would take your calls and answer. So mm-hmm. I've absolutely thought about it. Now, basketball is way different because they've got their handlers and their stuff from AAU all the way through the – usually they've got their, their kind of their, their team set by, you know, sophomore year in high school. Um, because of the AAU and the Reebok contracts and the Nike and Adidas and all that stuff. But um, baseball is, is certainly something I thought about. Got some Asher Record Live fan feedback here. Farrell Hogg says, after Eli Drinkwood snubbed his nose at Arkansas, I couldn't care less about him. Good usage. He's only 2-1 and one against Arkansas. Sounded like the coach said he was 4-5 of five against Arkansas. Well, Missouri's like, what, 10 out of 12 or 9 out of 12 or something against Arkansas? Anyway, this is only Drinkwood's fourth year at Missouri. He can take his two good – uh, attitude and keep it up north. I don't know. There's a lot of people be happy to have him right now, probably. That'd be a good. That'd be a good hair battle. Drinkwitz versus Mark Davis. That'd be a good. Oh, Drinkwitz has perfect hair compared <laughs> compared to Mark Davis has the worst haircut ever. And again, when you have unlimited amounts of money and you choose to look like that, I just don't. And the thing is, you're not a particularly good looking guy anyway. Your hair could help. You're killing yourself, bro. But I guess he's got so much money. He's like, I'm gonna see how ugly I can be and still get ladies. Look at me. Didn't it come out uh, years ago that he spends like six hundred dollars to get his haircut? That's crazy. It's a big guy. That's because he gets a cut with a very expensive bowl around it. <laughs> North Little Rock Mike says, and Florida State has yet to win out to be considered, or Florida State has to win out. Yeah, we know that. Georgia Tech lost to Bowling Green, yet they beat North Carolina and Miami. Look at Vautech, three and one in conference play, but four and four overall. Look who they lost to. Kind of gives you an idea how bad the ACC is. No argument here. Uh, we please fix your app. It stinks. I'm sorry, Mason. I have zero issues with it, and most of the people I know have zero problems with it. And I'm sorry that you're having an issue. Try to delete it and reload it. Maybe you got an old version. Michael says, once again, you can clearly see the Major League Baseball umpires are all for the Rangers. Big market and the Major League Baseball struggling to get views for the series. Another terrible home ump performance with two missed strike calls to lead to the scoring in the second inning. Terrible. Wes, the cheating scandal politician, don't want to hear it. Garbage. Or maybe the first baseman shouldn't boot a ball like that or the catcher if he uh, can block the pitch in the dirt. None of that happens. The Raiders have had 12 different coaches in 20 years, says Jim. 
That stinks. Wow. Yeah. You represent a lot of coaches. I do. How did you get into – was that first or the players first? Players were first. And then uh, it actually kind of led to, as you're talking to coaches about players, and one of them, hey, I need an agent. Hey, I'm thinking about going somewhere and then developing that network. It's kind of a – it's a great relationship. I mean, represent, for example, Colby Carthel, Stephen F. Austin, and conveniently represent two players from Stephen F. Austin last year. Um, I mean, it, it, it's nice synergy there, certainly. we got we got to hit a break. We're way, way, way late. 11.53. Um, Chris, thanks again. Appreciate thanks, you. Guys. Appreciate you coming tell, down. Please tell Travis we said hey. Send our regards. Hopefully and he's listening. You can tell Eric high five, too.